Welcome to the Gentleman's Podcast. My name is Chris Fusen. Joining me on the phone once again from War Torn Henderson, Kentucky is the red blooded American Corey Florence. A bear. A bear. And I don't know if you guys can hear the car alarm, but someone's I live I guess, apparently I live I in can't. a bad neighborhood. Join- um, oh no, that's not me. That's not coming from my end. Yeah, no, it's coming from my end. This someone dropping somebody outside. Uh-oh. It's not mine. No, it's not I, don't, a, I don't have an alarm. Bomb so dropped in War Torn Georgetown. Yeah. I don't know, man. That is aggressive. I'm about to go. <laughs> I'm about to go silence this car myself. Like, anyway, joining me also on the phone, all the way from an undisclosed location, is my cohort Nate Brown. Uh, yeah, I'm still in War Torn, Texas. Oh, uh, <laughs> I've actually changed it. I've changed you from being at places to now you're in undisclosed locations. I like that. Yeah, since, like you're that. On, since you're on, a, like you know, you're on a long term assignment. Right. The uh, I just want to say when the car alarm started going off on my end, it sounds like that ringtone that's like. <laughs> oh no no. Like, nice. I was like, what is he playing right now? <laughs> <laughs> Boys, let me tell you something. I'm in this studio by myself for the second time. Uh, the fan. Aww. Remember the fan that we had last summer during the great heat wave of oh, uh, eighteen. Indeed. That fan. That fan yeah. is gone. Oh boy! Uh, I forgot to turn the AC on before I got in here, so uh, I'm in here by myself. So I'm shirtless. What are you gonna do about it? Oh, I like that. That's a bold move. Recording the podcast shirtless. I got socks on. I don't know why. Mm. It's my home. I bought it. And uh, what you want? Yeah, I got some camo shorts just in case I got to tuck and cover and hide. So nice. I like your approach. Thank you very much. Big things going on. Oh, so sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, if we need somebody in war-torn Texas to come help win the war, uh, you're going to be the first person we call. I wouldn't do that. I'm actually Start listening camo shorts. You're the first choice. <laughs> solely. Solely. Oh. We'll do that. Don't so- call the guy that wears, you know, neon green like me. I would... <laughs> You probably do own 15 more guns than Chris, but I was just saying, in all fairness, your boy is going to come in and fly with like multiple bullets going everywhere. Nice. I'm just going to start wearing a bunch of, uh, uh, what are those, uh, shit, what's that brand of t-shirts you guys hate? Uh, grunt style? Yeah, or, grunt uh, style, yeah. I'm just going to wear a bunch of grunt style shirts. I personally huh. like grunt style, but a lot of guys don't. It is what it is, whatever. I don't even know what those are. So Grunt Style is a brand of T-shirt for like the stolen valor nerds that are like, I could have been in, but I wrecked my knee. Yeah, I mean they do make some good shirts, and it's run by veterans. Like it's actually Damn. people that actually started the company are all veterans. That's yeah, why yeah. I like them. I got it's nothing against the shirts. The, sh- the shirts are badass. It's the uh, yeah, it's the, it's the idiots that buy them. Their demo. Oh, <laughs> they did not get the target target demo. Yeah, they, they definitely did not. No. So, Chris, well, what were you? You were about to jump into. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Then, big, uh, big things happened this weekend. Probably the conclusion to one of the greatest things uh, in all of sports uh, in the sports world happened this weekend. Of course, everyone knows that I'm talking about WrestleMania. I, I, yeah, I, knew, I knew I knew that it was not college basketball. I did not. I figured you were going to pull out like the international championships for ping pong or something. I, I wasn't sure. Bro, it was not that. college basketball. It was WrestleMania. I would be real with y'all, but I did that because I want to segue into this. 
I, did it, no one gave a shit about this fucking championship game. It was real you know talk, what, real it, talk. Who watched what of the final four? Who watched what? I watched zero uh, of the final four. So I watched. Um, so I, I told Chris this the other day. We actually we had to fly our aircraft back to Kentucky uh, the the night of the final four. Um, so I I was home. I was home for like 12 hours. I basically just banged my wife out the whole time, and then I had to come back to Texas. So like, you know, I, I'm sorry I didn't call you guys, but there were That's quite all right, buddy. That's quite all right. So, but anyway, my point was I did walk over to my neighbor's house for a minute, um, and <laughs> I, I, watched, I watched like five, yeah, yeah, I was in between, <laughs> and uh, drank a couple beers and caught the end of the, uh, the uh, or actually the beginning of the uh, Michigan State-Texas Tech game. Uh, which ended up being a pretty good game, but I, I did miss the Auburn game, and then I did watch the game last night as well. So nice. I can just picture you going into your neighbor's house, just pouring sweat, just being like, "She is not cheating on me." You get a you get a home run. You get a home run by the way, Nate, for uh, just going coming flying, literally to go to pound town and then flying back. <laughs> yeah, that's literally what happened. And so that's the home run. Too, cause, so like, uh, she got to come down here for past couple of days ago, and so we had just seen each other. Um, but we had decided, like, hey, let's not drink. Like, let's just spend some time together, bang it out, cuddle on the couch, you know, all the gay things that a couple would do. Uh, well, you're then, married now. So, yeah, yeah. So, But I wanted to cook, right, because I haven't gotten to cook very much since I've been down here. So she wanted some sea bass, and I was like, cool. So she goes to the store and gets all that shit before I got home. <laughs> And, so and, random. Uh, well, I cooked some really like right before I left to come to Texas. I cooked some and it was fucking amazing. So she learned it again. Um, but anyway, so um, we're like in the kitchen cooking together, you know. And she's like, "Well, I think get a bottle of champagne. Like, let's just drink the bottle." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> and so we drank a bottle of champagne and it was gone. And she was like, "Well, I actually got two. Like, maybe we should drink <laughs> the second one." <laughs> and then two bottles in, you know, you're like so far down that road, like, well, I'm not going to just quit. Like, you know, yeah. let's get some bourbon. <laughs> so I ended up getting super smashed that night. Anyway, <laughs> long, story, long story short, it's like when I was over at my neighbor's house, I was already drunk. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I love the fact that you, um, <laughs> you tried. Fucking sea bass, man. Like, I can't get back. I, lo- I, I tuned out of the fucking conversation <laughs> yeah. when sea bass got brought in. <laughs> It's like, I don't know about, like, I mean, every once in a while I'll find, I'll, I'll do something exotic, but not when I'm in Georgetown. It's usually when I'm at, like, the beach. <laughs> right. like, so, like, I guess sea well, bass is not that exotic, but, I mean. It's not. And, uh, but the thing is, it's super expensive. Like, so I've gotten some, oh, the last time I cooked it, um, I got it from Kroger, like, over in, that, in the sales section, you know, like how sometimes they have, like, the daily deal or whatever the fuck it's called. Like, they basically, get, they're trying to get rid of it. Yeah, uh, and it was it was a decent price, but when Hannah went and got it, it wasn't on sale or anything. And she bought not only did she buy it, she bought like two fucking pounds of it. Mm. Like who needs two pounds of fish? But good no, lord, forty dollars forty dollars sea bass later, you know, like here we are. It's like the lobster of the sea. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like the smallmouth well, of the that's sea. At least a, that's at least a double. That was fun. thank you. <laughs> that was good. And. Uh, yeah. No, I don't know. Yeah. So, oh, just so I can kind of frame what's going on here. So, okay. I, I, I told you guys, um, the last time we spoke and I was able to be on the show, I was like sneaking beer in here, like yeah. an illegal immigrant, you know? <laughs> uh, and, I, and I smuggled beer in here in the water coolers. Well, um, still not supposed to be drinking, but we got these new for the, for the trip over. They gave us new Pelican cases. So, like, I know 
Corey, you'll know what I'm talking about, like those big yeah. like black cases. Yeah. Um, we got brand new ones today, and there's like three or four of them that um, don't belong to people yet because they've already left. So we have to like take them over to them, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so nice first thing I thought was like, cool, that'll you know that really hold well is ice and beer. So <laughs> uh, went and did that. So I'm currently sitting outside of my barracks, uh, tucked in a corner to keep the the wind out of the phone, while sitting in a fold out rocking chair and drinking Freedom. You know what I mean? Well. I'm giving you a single because that's one of the most American things I've ever heard. I feel super American. Like, I really do. It feels good. It feels good. Uh, so. So tell me about WrestleMania, man. I haven't, like, I don't have a clue. Hang on. I got this. So uh, you guys uh, sucking down MREs and drinking BRDs? <laughs> uh, I'm not drinking any beards, no. Um, no, no. But, Beer, uh, beer's ready to drink. No, I got it. That's actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, you can use that. I'll actually let you claim it. I appreciate that. Uh, so I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a stolen valor guy. You can have. That. I appreciate that. We. I mean, I'm, we're eating out of a defect, like a cafeteria, basically, and then you know the beers. Square pizza. Yes, yeah, square pizza. No, dude. They they had so they had square pizza here once in the sixty days that I've been oh. here. I will say though, uh, I went in there. So when we got back from the uh, bang fest yesterday nice. or the day before <laughs> nice. uh i went in for lunch the first day and they had so like in an in a army a cafeteria they have a what's called a short order line which is like fast food and then just a regular line which is like you know like regular cafeteria food like you would have in school uh but the shorter line has like hot dogs corn dogs hamburgers i'd be in that line nuggets, every day it. getting a corn yeah, dog. it's hard it's hard not to be dude and their corn dogs are actually pretty legit but anyway mm. so like chicken nuggets though they only have like once like every 10 days or so. And so I go in the, in the defect the first day and they had spaghetti and meatballs and they were like huge meatballs. Mm -hmm. And then in the shorter line, they had chicken nuggets. And I was like, ah, I don't know what to do here. Like what, I don't know what to do. <laughs> so I went and got both. Like an American, I went and got both and had yes. and uh, spaghetti and meatballs. It was amazing. It'd be Not like, delicious. it'd be like chicken parm with, with spaghetti. That's, that's exactly what I did. It was like chicken parm. That's exactly what I did. It was yeah. amazing. There's like chicken parm with meatballs. So basically, you're just helping them elevate the menu more. I'm trying to help them out, you know. Yeah. Doing what I can. See, I could bring my, sh I could, I could bring my naked top and and shorts down there and get into the mess hall like today. Oh, we need you, dude. Yeah. We need you. The, uh, well, I'll just say this. Uh, There's about ten vehicles that park behind the cafeteria, of the cafeteria workers, and at least. I would say half of the 10 have uh, at least 28-inch rims on them. <laughs> All right. And none of them are more – none of them – none of the cars are worth more than $600. Yes. So, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I would show up with fucking grunt-style boxer briefs. <laughs> <laughs> Just rocking it. Every like time it. I hand, hand over, like, a fucking uh, frozen chicken patty, I'd be like – He'd be like, thanks, man. Like, no, thank you, brother. Thank you, bro. <laughs> thanks for your service. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, said, you said that like you sound like you've heard that a couple of times and you don't want to hear it anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, dude, this is totally off subject. I'm sorry, but we're so we're, we have a set of can jam down here. Like, you guys familiar with can jam? You know what I'm talking about? I have. I have the only thing I'm picturing is a lot of. Um, Scantily clad dancers in a line kicking their legs. 
<laughs> I, okay. I, I'm picturing the worst concert that may have ska. Okay, okay. Uh, what I'm talking about is the the backyard game where you know you like throw the frisbee. We're way off. <laughs> so frisbee yeah. golf? Right no, 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 Anyway, to, so there's like a slot in the front, right? Like, and if it, if it goes in the slot, that's, hey, hey, the hey. game's automatically over. Hey, if you, if you if you're nice enough, there's also a slot in the back. Yeah, you always want to put a, you always want to put in the slot. That's what. Are you buying this canned dinner first for you to do this? Like, this <laughs> not typically. Not it's, not, it's more of a jam and run scenario. I've actually played that. I had to have my team. <laughs> I played it when I played it. I had to have my teammate uh, grab the garden hose and actually wet the slot on the front. I got you. <laughs> this is this is going in a lot of great places. Really I, like, I like what we've done here. Sometimes I'll pick up. I'll sometimes I'll pick up tufts of grass and put it around the slot. <laughs> just have a little stubble. You just, yeah, you just like that. You're into that. Yeah. So what if it like hits the side, like kind of goes in but doesn't? Is that just the tip? Does it count? Well, they call that. They call that. That's rimming it. You know. Oh <laughs> yeah. All right. But, but if you if you hit it if you get it through the slot hard enough you can hit the back. Hey, really damn, it's a big frisbee. <laughs> it's a thick frisbee. It's got some girth to it. Now, there ki- <laughs> is there kids versions of this with with little cans? Ah, uh, I, I don't know. If I oh, whoa, this. whoa, whoa! What are you doing? <laughs> I don't know if I can play this game. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, no, no, no. What I'm saying is, is like, if you find any adults playing that, you fucking kill them. Oh yeah, exactly. Like. Never mind. I'm not gonna say what I was gonna say. You're right. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> keep mind, keep keep mind. <laughs> the United States of America is listening to this right now. So. Yeah, exactly. Yep, everybody. It's getting, so a, little, anyway, it's getting a little warmer in the studio, guys. I'm sorry. The jokes I'm sorry are gonna to get weird. The only the only point I was trying to make is if you all have ever played that game, I like guess damn near impossible to get it in that fucking front slot. Not if you got a good personality. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I'm gonna give up on this. I don't even think the, the, the actual the actual story is not even worth it. No, no, no this is still a good. This is working. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, so there's this dude that's in that's in the that's down here with me that played for uh, UK for the their ultimate frisbee team. Like he's legit. Oh. Dude can dude can Wait. chuck a frisbee. Yeah. Go so ahead. Had, uh, I'm sorry. I didn't. That's a thing. He's a club team, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Still. Yeah, I didn't know that either until I met him. Uh, oh, no. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. But he, dude, anyway, this game, he, like we literally were playing earlier. We probably played for about two hours, and he probably made 15 of those. Really? I'm not, it, like, it made the game unenjoyable because if it goes in there, it's like, <laughs> back when. Like, and he, he, like, he almost won every single game that way. It's just like, ah, this is not even fun anymore, man. Like, you're not allowed to play. You go sit on the bench, <laughs> put somebody else in. Uh, let's stop you real <laughs> quick. Let's stop you real fast. If I can guess his first name, uh, you owe me $10. Uh, okay. I'm not. Yep. Okay. Okay. So I, I, I he he played ultimate frisbee for a club team in at a public university. He did. His name is Dane. Oh, that's a good guess, but not even close. Fuck. So you now now uh, you can send with whatever care package uh, to make uh, ten dollars. Is that allowed? So send what now? I don't hear that. Oh, ten dollars. Yep. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mail money. How about you just save it until I get back and you can buy me a beer. There you go. I'm going to send you something that's this. equivalent equivalent of ten dollars. You have to sell it, okay? So I'm putting this back on you now. I have to do what? 
I'm gonna send what? you something that's the equivalent of ten dollars. Oh, and then I had to. I had to put you it have on to eBay sell, to sell it. it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So if I only get six dollars, that's on me. That's not on you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I actually kind of like that's kind of a power move. I kind of like that. Jokes on you. I'm sending you a grunt style koozie. <laughs> I like it. That's you know what? There's you can't that's like thirty six That's priceless. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your service, brother. Uh, by the way, I'm down here drinking. I'm drinking uh, the the blue can version of Freedom. If y'all are tracking what I'm saying, very nice. Yep. Uh, the tabs down here have Texas in them. It's kind of cool. I'm not gonna lie. That's like, actually that's actually kind of neat. Yeah, I'll give it's, it. I'm yeah. Actually, see, I was actually gonna go on on with Chris on this and be like, of course Texas would do something like that. I mean, of course. I, mean, I do agree with you. Of course they would do that, but it is kind of cool. I guess. So do they have do they have the uh, states still stamped in the top where you can recycle? Uh, good question. And no, no is the answer to that. Gotcha. Because that'd be funny too if they just had Texas and then a bunch of other states around here. <laughs> That is that what that means? Like, I've always wondered why West Virginia stamped on these cans I'm drinking. I yeah, do so, too, man. Like, are they, are they just so like so against recycling that they just, you can't even try? Like, no. So, like, the thing is with like those type of deals, like sometimes you'll see like initials, and then like, so sometimes there's, there'll be like five sets of initials, and then five cents stamped, and then you'll see like two sets of initials after that, and it says seven cents stamped. And that's what that means is that can is worth that much there. I got, but, but to who though? Like if you if you recycle it, yeah, to whatever that state, whatever you. the initials are, and then the the West Virginia one that's stamped, they probably came the distributor probably like that's where they the cans were made or whatever. Right. And so if you take all the West Virginia ones back there, you'll get a significant amount for recycling them versus I got you. taking so, it to Georgetown where you're gonna get like six cents for 14 pounds of it or something always, that's what i was gonna say so they actually super support recycling yes i always uh, love well, you, I, I, I always i always love the uh the how like hawaii's initials are on there in uh, like state like uh in the conjoined 48 like i'm gonna get a round trip a round trip <laughs> yeah, ticket right. and my carry-on just a garbage bag full of cans <laughs> <laughs> Like let me get hey guys, I'm here. Here. so I can cash in these seven dollars worth of cans. Hop in it, hop in a seventy dollar Uber to go six blocks. Just be like, I need to go to Mahalo Recycling. Hey, <laughs> MRC Mahalo Recycling Center. Yes, shout out to Mahalo Recycling Center. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's. But yeah, essentially, that's kind of what it means. Plus, I don't think oh, cans. Nice. I don't think they have canned <laughs> like canned drinks in Hawaii. I'm I'm assuming. And this is just me profiling, so take it at face value. Everything's got to be made out of paper, isn't it? No, all drinks come in coconuts, right? <laughs> Yours is way better than mine. They're not that, that tropical. That's, I'm that's pretty. A, I'm almost positive that, like, if you went to uh, like Pier One to get some flatware, you would get your plates, you would get your forks and knives and shit, and you'd be like, "Let's, hey, honey, we need drinking glass. <clears throat> Let me just grow up real fast." Honey, we need <laughs> Honey, we need drinking glasses. Can you go get some? And then she just she or he she is just gonna come back with two handfuls of coconuts. Be like, do you want these or do you want the black ones? Like, we'll take those. Nice. Hey, I got breaking news. Uh Ashton Hagen just announced he's coming back to Kentucky. What? Yay! Yep. That's actually weird. 
Uh, I, actually, I, I don't think so. I think he played pretty poorly in the tournament. And I think I think it's stuck on him. Um, that's good though. We can we can get to some Kentucky basketball stuff later if you all want to, but I'm pretty excited about him coming back. You're better at it than we are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you been uh, listening to us during the tournament trying to fumble through college basketball? No, I haven't. I haven't been. Honestly, I haven't had any chance to, like, actually sit down and not do it. Like, this whole next week, I'm going to be, like, I have nothing to do. So, I will get caught up on all of them. Oh, nice. You get a couple of them there. Timing's pretty bad. But, uh, yeah, moving on. Uh, so, <laughs> Real quick, real quick, real quick. I was trying to Google, like, because I know there's not that as many coconuts on Hawaii as there's, like, other places. Yeah. And I was about to throw some stats at you. But then, like, a, I'm about to go down a rabbit hole of coconut deaths. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, apparently, dude, it's, aggr- it's aggressive. It's aggressive. Why is that even a thing? It has its own Wikipedia page. No. Are you serious? Death, Death by, by coconut? Dude. Uh, we may have to do a whole show based around Death by Coconut, let's be honest. We might have to make that a segment. I agree. I'm uh, just going to find some fun stuff here. Y'all keep going for a little bit. I want to skip through this real so quick. Anyway, all right, so, yeah, so mention of Ashton Higgins. We can we can re- reel her on back around to the to Final Four weekend and the National Championship. Uh, so <laughs> Final Four weekend, you had Texas Tech versus – uh-oh. Virginia. Virg- no, that was the final. Oh, you got the final four. Michigan State. Michigan State. Yeah. And then you had Virginia versus Auburn. Yep. Uh, I didn't watch any of the games. I heard there was some controversy uh, with the Virginia-Auburn game. What did you, yep. you just say? Controversy. Controversy, which is a really funny way to say that. Yeah, that's – whoa, whoa, where are you going there? I'm saying – We're trying to say controversy and travesty at the same time? No, just controversy. Yeah, don't worry about it. Okay. Why are you so judgy? Yeah. I'll sit in the corner of my hotel right now. I'll just go there. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I don't know if you got – like, so it was a double dribble they didn't call, basically, is what cost them the game. But, uh, I mean, even Bruce Pearl came out and said yesterday, he said that the fans need to get over it. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. yeah. It did. I mean, it, for the Auburn fans, it just stings really bad because it felt like this was it. Yeah, I actually, I, I don't, I think, I think I mentioned this on the last show I was on, but I actually picked Auburn to win a championship before the season started. That's, a, uh, yeah, um, that's, I was trying to remember that today. Uh, to yeah, tell somebody. And I, so I felt the same way, man. Especially, you know, obviously, in the middle of the season, I was like, well, shit, that's not going to happen. But when the tournament started, they were kind of, well, they got hot in the SEC tournament, and then obviously they were playing well in the tournament. Um, uh, did you all see though? Um, there was a video release from. Um, so Bruce Pearl's daughter got married, um, I guess like back in August. Congrats! And uh, yep, cool for cool for them. But Bruce got drunk and was like, "Hey, y'all be ready for this year's tournament. We're gonna," he said, "We're gonna be in the Final Four and we're gonna beat Kentucky's ass to get there." <laughs> in August. He said that shit in August. Dude. He's and, a drunk yeah. Nostradamus. <laughs> I know, right? It's like I'm Bruce thinking, keep on Bruce man. I'm glad you brought that up. So that was, I have a master plan. When I get back, we're going to go get Bruce drunk, find out who's going to win the national championship and just put everything we have on. You I saw, I, mean? I saw an early report today. They've got Virginia at plus 500 to repeat. 
Yeah, uh, I saw that. I, I saw that too, actually, and I think that's total bullshit. Also, I don't know if you guys saw it or not, but uh, Rick Barnes turned down UCLA to stay at Tennessee. I saw that. Yeah, did, you, did you see who took the UCLA job? Yep. I did not. I didn't know. They, I didn't know they got somebody. Who they? Who they get? Mike Cronin. Oh come on! Yeah, first round only for UCLA for the next how many ever years? <laughs> yeah, next. Well, it'll be about four, and they'll fire him. But yeah, my little one likes Cronin on this on this show. I mean, yep, he's he's are. a fine guy. He just can't get past that opening weekend. Yeah, right. as a as a coach, I think he's just trash. He does have he has some pretty sweet suit jackets. I'll give him that. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. So and then Texas Tech, Texas Tech, Michigan State. I mean, you didn't hear anything from it. So I mean, you heard. I mean, I, I didn't catch any news from it. So because Texas Tech pretty well waxed that ass. The score ended up being. Decently close, but Texas Tech was owning them the whole game. It wasn't even really it wasn't even really fun to watch, honestly. I don't understand this. They weren't on anyone's radar at all. That's not true. I I, I watched them um I caught two of their games in the regular season. I was like, Man, they could be really good, but they were just super inconsistent was a thing. They're one of those teams like when they're kinda like uh uh, uh who was four kinda like Florida what yeah. Well, because they had shooters, right? So like when their shooters were hitting, like, damn, they're on fire. Uh, they just and then they had some injuries and they kind of went by the wayside. But uh, they finished in their tournament strong though, uh, which is why they ended up with a three seed. So, I mean they 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 were kind of there. I, I I would have thought they were gonna you know been in the next championship by any means, but they were a good team for sure. I'm just saying as a casual fan that I am, and I say casual meaning I follow my team, you know I follow my hometown team, uh, you know to the core, and I right. I don't really care about the rest of the country. Teams, uh, teams still came across my desk, you know, like yeah, for sure. Buffalo they made it across my desk. Yeah, I agree. You know, Oregon made it across, and 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 uh, you know, shit like that. You know, and I heard nothing out of Texas Tech. So, hey Nate, what do you think about this whole thing where uh, they talked about how all these teams were better in teams and blah blah blah, and the one that does trash and all this shit versus let's see if these teams actually show up the next two or three years consistently. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, here's the thing. The NCAA is going to go to the rule where you can either go straight to the pros at high school or you have to stay two years. I mean, that's pretty much a done deal. It's going to happen. It's not going to happen until 2020. But for all the – and I've actually got a question for you guys after this one uh, about Calipari, but – for all the faults that he may have, given like guaranteeing that he has two years with guys, as good as he's been over the last decade, I think we're about to be even better. See, that's what I think. I truly believe that. I mean, I, th- I think <clears throat> you're going to see. You're going to. I don't. I mean, I don't want to get too excited. And I don't want to just talk out of my ass. But I really think. I, I think the, the the system they're going to, while everybody thinks that it's not uh, advantageous for us, I totally disagree. I think you're going to see Cal do even better than he has maybe in the last like five years so i got i got like one thing for you real quick it's like that's that's what i was kind of thinking of is like they're like oh veterans are the best blah blah blah. but nobody's really been more successful arguably than like duke and kentucky in the past like 10 years or whatever duke kentucky north carolina kansas those yeah. are your yep. top so four, but, all right. but that's the thing like what nate's saying like all right so when they get rid of these one and dones Cool. So let's just say there, there's every year, which there won't be, but let's just say the top 50 try to go to the NBA. Fine. 
that means number 51 is still going to want to come to Kentucky. Yep. So it's not like right. it's like those 50 are gone, but that means nobody gets them. So then it just starts at 51, and then it's us. So it works for the whole entire country. I think, yeah. like, even if those people go, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, and the argument against that is, well, they're just not going to be as good. Okay, so you're so telling me nobody that, is like. <laughs> you no, know, I agree with that. But so what you're saying is, you won't get a Zion Williamson, but you're guaranteed to get a Tyler Hero. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and he's coming you know, here. Like, not I'll so fucking take that. Every Wichita time. or whatever. That's a, yeah. Yeah, I mean, my thing is, is people are underselling the the biggest bargaining chip that the top tier coaches have is that. Uh, ever all the guys like like Coach K and Bill Self, if he stays at Kansas, and uh, and Cal and Izzo, all those guys, all they can do is walk into a young man's living room and say, "Hey, I know that you that you are you know you can go right now and and go to the NBA this this draft pick, but uh, you're probably going to get sent down to the G League. Now look what I did with this young man." Yep. Yeah. He came to my school as a third rounder. Now he's a perennial starter in the NBA. He just got – he's on the all-rookie team, blah, blah, blah. He was in the three-point challenge his rookie year because he came to my school first. Yeah, and see, and under this new – when they go to this new system, here's the thing. So Coach Cal was a one-and-done guy for forever, and Coach K was more of a coaching three or four years guy, right? Yeah. And the only thing Coach K could do over Cal was say, well, look at my record – if you come, you're going to sit probably your first two years, but by your junior, senior year, you're going to be starting, and we're going to win a championship. I'll get you yeah. or I'll get you to the Final Four. Okay, yeah. well, then, obviously, that wasn't working because all the good recruits were coming to Kentucky, so it changed how he recruited. And now he's gotten, like, two years worth of one-and-dones, still hasn't won a championship. And it's like, you know, is he really but, that great at it? Whereas Cal – so at, what my point is, that, that was kind of – that was Kay's – that's how he pitched it to everybody was, well, we're at least going to win championships. Cal yeah. has always said from the get-go, whether and obviously this has torn UK fans right down the middle. Some people yeah. like it, some people don't. But he says, look, I'm trying to prepare your kid for his future. He's going to he's gonna come here. I'm going to coach him up. He's going to be – Cal can look at – he can say, look at how many pros I've put in that are literally starting in the NBA, not just in the NBA, not in the G League. They're starting in the NBA. I'm going to make your kid that good. And if he wins a championship along the way, okay. Yeah. I mean, yep. and, and, and you could if you if you listen to any of these kids that have like done an interview after Coach Cal's come and talk to him, the one thing that they say across the board that I super respect Cal for is they're like, hey, he's straight with me. He doesn't lie to me. Yep. Like he tells me, I'm probably gonna come in and sit on the bench until I earn playing time. And you know what I mean, the, the other thing that I want to add to that too is like everybody says it's gonna hurt the one and done schools. No, what it's gonna do is, in my opinion, I think it's gonna help. 12 universities, UK, Duke, North Carolina, Kansas, those types, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And it's going to destroy your Iowa's and Iowa State's and even like a Auburn or something like that because all the good players that are left are wanting to go to those schools. I, I kind of agree and I disagree. I, I don't think I don't think it's going to destroy them, but I do think well, – I, I think I, I'm exaggerating, I think see, but – You'll, you'll have a bigger gap between the blue boys and everybody else. I that's what I. That. That's what I was. I guess that's what I was saying. It's like you're gonna have your. It's the same thing as like quarterback tiers or whatever. You're gonna have these six, seven schools up here, and then there's gonna be a huge gap to number eight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, and I don't. So this is this is one thing too. So right now, 
the NBA is driving this train, right? Like, like they can decide to yeah. do whatever they want because they're the ones with the money. But the NCAA is no small moneymaker, and especially when it comes to the NCAA tournament, that's where they make a shit ton of money. I'm curious. I'm curious I, I don't think this, this new rule, I don't think, will stand. I think it'll get changed in the next probably decade. Like, it may last a decade, 15 years, but I think it'll change again. However, I think what I'm excited about is it, it's basically like a – the last man standing of the blue blood coaches because yeah. you're going to get, like you said, that the top eight or 10 teams basically are going to get everybody. And then it comes down to who's a better coach. You know what I mean? And we're going to find out who, you know, yeah. who can do the best with it. I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see how it turns out. But like I said, I think, I think Kentucky and coach Cal are going to thrive under this new system. Yeah. Uh, breaking news. <laughs> There's so many stats here and I'm not going to go through them all. But this is all you need to know, ladies and gentlemen. The ratio of coconut deaths to shark <laughs> shark deaths, yeah, thirty to one. <laughs> Holy shit! Oh my god, dude, are you serious? Stay the fuck away from a coconut tree, bro. Dude, I will never walk underneath the palm tree ever again. Dude, <clears throat> the more you know. Oh, it's real. I've I've been reading a lot <laughs> in like six eight minutes. That so is now, crazy. So now I think if I'm a uh, if I'm uh, head of uh, if I'm head of R and D at like uh, Rydell or one of the helmet companies, I think I'm moving HQ down to. Like, really, that's a strikeout for not saying. Uh, oh my God! Yeah, that's I a strikeout for, oh, okay, for getting strike out. Okay, strikeout. That's two strikeouts. Uh, uh, Buller. Okay, well oh, I was doing helmets, football yeah, helmets. Yeah. You know. Oh, sorry. Strikeout. <laughs> Uh, no, no. Yeah, but like, nobody's wearing a football helmet to go, yeah, to go do to the beach. shit on the beach or like yeah. pick coconuts. All right, so strike out for you, Ross Perot. If we're, being honest, no, if we're being honest, nobody's wearing helmets. That's the fucking issue. Ross Perot. I got a machete and a and a hat. That's about it. Ross Perot, though, can I finish? <laughs> Sorry. Send it. If I'm the head of R and D at Rydell Football Helmet Manufacturer, I move my R and D R and D production facility to like Papua New Guinea to test CTE or apparently like Queen, Queensland Australia's up there Queensland Australia yeah, yeah. I think they yeah. had coconuts in Australia uh, apparently they do I bet you the no, coconuts in Australia you got your dead nuts on Papua New Guinea dude yeah I bet you the coconuts in Australia have some kind of venomous bite <laughs> I wonder if they fall the other way Oh. <laughs> if they spin the other direction, I bet they do. I bet they do. Oh. I had another joke, too. <laughs> damn it. Oh, damn it. I forgot. So before we jump off the college basketball thing, I do have one question for you all. We've kind mm -hmm. of been hinting around it, but this has obviously gotten tossed out there a little bit since we lost again in the Sweet 16 or in the Elite Eight. Uh, but where, how do you all feel about Cal as a coach? Like people have said, obviously, before he signed the contract, his, you know, his job, he's on the hot seat. Okay, like, what, what's your all's take on that? We could lose I, the national championship by half a point, and people would be like, his job's in jeopardy. I yeah. totally agree. My my take on it real quick is, like, I'm, I, wanted, I, I wanted him to finish his career here. So however long that is, whether it be three more years or 15 more years, I'm fine with that. Um, and I know that our next coach, I think we're back to the level, if that if we were ever lower, but I guess we were because of Gillespie, but uh, that we're, we'll get the next best thing if he leaves. 
Uh, yeah, I agree with that. Which I, actually, I have a take on that too. But go ahead. Sorry. But and then I, I'm 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 totally fine with it. Now the ambassador thing, you got to watch. You got to watch that stuff. Um, I don't think he's ever going to be bad at it. But like, I that's a slippery slope too. Because there's some there's people that don't like Joby Hall, like somehow, and that's yeah. But you know, you know what though? If there's one thing that you like, I don't think anybody could really argue with Cal. Is that like? He has the personality for this job, right? Oh, yeah. And so I think that's all he's going to do. He's just going to be like the – not. I don't want to say the face because obviously the coach is kind of the face, but yeah. he's going to be kind of the face even after he leaves because, I mean, he's, he is who he is, you know? Yeah. And, and not only that, I think I think he truly loves Lexington. I think – and I, I think that's part of why he stayed. I, I think he just wants to do right by Kentucky. You know what I mean? Like, well, and, and that's the other thing too. It's like the Sean Whitakers and the Arnies, they're always going to just hate immediately – like, they all hate. Like, as soon as Dusty Baker came here, oh, or to Cincinnati, oh, it was trash, whatever, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And then he took us to their, the playoffs four years of the years we've not been in forever and forever. I mean, it's the same thing. Like, it's just yep. they're looking for something to be mad at. No, I totally agree. Like, I totally agree. So, Chris, what's your take on Cal? Like, how uh, do, where, where are you at? My thing is always, like, it's always during the off season or right before season or whatever when people start tossing out the whole, like, Cal's had this guy, this guy, this guy, and this number, or, you know, this uh, ranking yeah. freshman, this ranked freshman, blah, blah, blah. He should have X amount of championships. Well, yeah, if we if we were awarded championships by should have based on what was on paper, we'd be undefeated for like 30 years. But you have to still play yeah. the basketball game. Yeah, I totally agree. So, and what happens in a in an athletic sport where human bodies are, are involved is – Literally anything. Yeah, yeah, literally. So, like, it, it just it blows my mind that people base you should. They sound like you know what they sound like. A little history lesson for you guys. They sound like uh, Robert McNamara and all of his dumbass whiz kids back in Vietnam, where they issued X amount of bullets because they said if we give you X amount of rounds rounds of ammunition, you should eliminate Y amount of enemies. That's right. what that sounds like to me, which is complete. Yeah, no idiocy like dumbass bullshit saying if i give you the number one number 10 number 15 and number 11 incoming freshmen you should give me this many this many championships yeah well first of all everybody should know that's bullshit because it's the u.s baby one shot one kill uh second of all <laughs> uh, <laughs> no I, I agree with you but I, I, that one. I was actually gonna i was actually gonna say something about this earlier and i kind of lost it but um I, I think two things really awesome happened for kentucky and just college basketball this year one of them being duke not winning with zion williamson right and not only not only not winning with him uh when they came out with the national player of the year he was number one obviously by a long shot but you know who number two was i don't know rj barrett. barrett oh really? oh yeah so you got so you got him and rj barrett the two best players voted on two best players in the country on the same team and Coach K still couldn't win a championship. I don't agree with that now, call, by the way. But no, I, I, actually, I, I, I RJ, thought RJ Barrett. RJ is pretty than, goddamn good. He's I mean, better than Zion Winston. But I think John Moran is up there too, man. Oh, dude, I, I, I totally agree with that. But my point is, I got you. I'm with you. I'm with you. But even even with that, though, I agree with you, Chris. Even with those two best guys, it proves it proves 
that you still got to go play the game. They don't just yeah. you don't just start the season and they hand you a trophy. Yeah, you don't you play and, the game. You can never and, count and, on you can never count on Jimmer Fredette shooting from the logo. Yeah, right. I mean, every time. That. Would you say? And I would say I would say uh, Coach K is a better coach than Coach Cal. Uh, I would say that because if anybody can make Kyle Singler be a good basketball player, they're doing something right. That kid's a fucking oof. I think, I think, I think if you, I think if you wanted to have the argument about who was a better coach, that's a long ass argument. Well, but what I'm saying is like most, all right, well then, all right, let me re, let me rephrase that. 97% of your analysts and all that crap think that coach K is a better coach than coach Cal. Totally agree with that. But I think that's what I'm getting at. But they just hate Kentucky too. But to make to make my other point though, before I forget it, and this is what goes back to when I, when I was saying um, I think Kentucky's going to thrive in this new system. One of the best things that happened to us this year was PJ Washington coming back. Yeah. And, oh, and yeah. like you, you're going to, I think you'll see because he was proof. He was he was not even going to be in the first round last year. He was going to be top of the second, probably maybe mid second. He came back for a season, and he's going to be a lottery pick. I mean, it is what it is. Oh yeah. And I think I think that's why you saw Ashton Hagens. Ashton Hagens was probably on the fence about coming back, but he didn't even have to go outside of his own team to find somebody that did come back and it paid off for him. Yeah. And I think, and I think in that system, like we were talking about, where you got to stay two years, that just proves that you give Cal two years to develop a guy, dude, it's going to be money. I mean, and Willie Colley, uh, Willie, Willie, Willie Colley Stein's another uh, example. A great example, and that's what I was gonna say. Think about all the all the teams that we've had. All, all of our best teams had guys on it that were juniors, sophomores. I mean, you got as sad as it is, a sophomore on our team is the same as a senior. Yeah, <laughs> you know, basically. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. I'm with yeah, you. I agree. Yeah. So I mean, I think it, I think it's gonna be a good era for UK basketball. Um, I, I've probably only got like ten minutes left. So, uh, where I want to know about WrestleMania, man. I want to know what happened. All right, so this is basically what happened. We started watching wrestling at 6 o'clock in the afternoon, and then I went to bed at like 2 in the morning. Holy hell. So it was I started at like 4. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so. When did the that was wrestling start? 4.30. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It was a very, very long show. And you could tell that the crowd got exhausted, and I hope someone in the back was was realizing this. Like that, the show's too goddamn long. Just too much. You can't just you can't expect people to sit there for that long and be excited. The last match was supposed to be this groundbreaking uh, first time of a women's match headline WrestleMania in history. You know this groundbreaking thing, and the crowd was exhausted. Just didn't even care. Just no, ready to yeah, like go it home. wasn't. It, it wasn't a bad match. It was a fine match. It's just there was no crowd interaction because they were they were tired. They're just exhausted. Yeah, I can I can totally understand that. On the flip side, uh, beforehand you had, but like an hour before that, you had Kofi Kingston go up against Daniel Bryan uh, for a championship. A perfectly built uh, angle that they did, like story they did for that. It was perfectly built. And then the match was electric, and the crowd was electric because they had some damn energy, so it made the match mean so much more. Right. So who ended up winning that one? Kofi won. Kofi, baby. It was fucking awesome. Oh, it's terrible. So I'll jump in real quick. Uh, as far as the results went, it went the way that real – Really, like, really. Ex- I was going to text you, and I didn't. What? Sorry, guys. I'll tell you in a second. Sorry. Uh, oh, wait. What? Ooh. 
I hear, I hear clicking. What's going on? I got a, uh, I got a, I got a, I got a backup can of freedom. Oh, mm. nice. For me. Very nice. Uh, it, it went the way that a WrestleMania should have gone for most, like, really good, like, deep fans, I guess. Uh, right. All the good people won that, that were supposed to win. And, like, it finally, like, changed the gears of, like, so Seth Rollins beat Brock Lesnar. Finally, and finally someone so beat Brock, Brock Lesnar. So, yeah, nice. so Brock's gone, I hope, for a while. Uh, and then Kofi won. Like, that was somebody that deserved, in real life, just deserved that so much. And he finally got it. Uh, and then there was a couple other, like, really good matches. Um, they had to rush a few matches. The problem is, is it's never going to get shorter. That's the thing. Right. Because they know they can sell it that way. Yeah. So, the city part was, even like Samoa Joe and, and Rey Mysterio, like Rey Mysterio is a really good wrestler, and Samoa Joe is too, and that match lasted a minute and a half. Like, Oh, really? Yeah, so like, you, you had, and they had those matches in there for certain reasons, and so you can cut them short in certain spots, but like, the pre-show went too long, and it just, it kept, you just keep going on after that and after that, like you're going to keep yeah, it longer sucks. and longer and longer, and you, you can't do anything about that once you book 14 fucking matches and they even took one away so like i don't know it's it once is, vince is gone it's going to be a different animal and it's going to be better but i mean the show itself was good it was just way too long but i mean that's that's what the reality of it is now pretty much yeah yeah even, even by the time even by the time it was it was dave batista versus triple h the crowd was was gassed they were out of it yeah that match was that's rough that too. match was rough but I will say this, so because I, I guess there was some game, there was a basketball game last night. I don't know, but I was watching Raw, and Raw was uh, electric as well. The Undertaker came out, by the way, hey, and destroyed Elias. Hell oh, yeah! And then they built up this whole like it was good, they were going to do a winner take all for uh, Kofi and Seth, and then uh, Sheamus and Cesaro come out and fought him, and then they end up doing a tag match and whatever. But, like, it was a good Raw. And Hell yeah. It's, a lot of stuff's going different places now. So, so I, I do – have you all seen um, – this is on the subject, off the subject, but, like, uh, Kane was at – he was at a freaking Comic-Con the other day. The yeah. one The one in Rub. Yeah. Kane yeah. was there. How amazing is it that the fucking mayor of Knoxville just still does Comic-Con? You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. So I thought, I, I thought that he was going to do the same thing. He was going to stop at the KS bar – because he made the bet with uh, the new mayor. Yep, yep. On the Tennessee game or whatever. Yep. And so he ended up making two trips. He made that one to KS Bar, and then two weeks later it was Com- uh, Comic Con. That's awesome, man. That's yeah. I-, I just think it's awesome that he's still true to who he is. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I mean, obviously that's a character, but I mean that's that's how he got where he is. You know? Oh yeah. Yeah. He's a, also a really uh, great dentist too. <laughs> what? Nice. You got, are you talking to me or? Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, he's he's actually a really fantastic dentist. Really? Yeah, that's what he did before he started selling insurance. Has he taken a look I at that? I did not know that. Has he taken a look at that Grand Canyon in his own grill? <laughs> that was part of his gimmick. <laughs> Uncle but, Wilson's got millions and millions of dollars, and his nose is fucking jank. Like what are we talking about here? That's true. I don't feel like you can fix that, man. <laughs> I, got a, I got a lot of buddies with broken noses, man. Like, I feel like it, it, that's like the best they can do. 
<laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> However, if I was a plastic surgeon, I'd be looking down at my wiener like, man, I just need a little bit of morphine. That's what I'm saying, dude. Let's just puff this thing up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> 35 inches. Let's go. <laughs> it's like, you think if you puff nitrogen in there, it'd work better? Like, that lasts longer, right? I think so. I, I thought there was a whole, like, group of, uh, like, porn where, like, dudes pump their dick up or something. Like, that's, that's the thing. They sell pumps. That's like a dick pump. Yeah, I've never, I mean, obviously, I've never used one. But yeah, I don't. don't. Say obviously, I mean, if you guys, if you guys have them. Whoa, like, whoa, 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 whoa. Rewind. What? Chris, did you say don't? Yeah, I read up on that shit because I got bored oh, one day. Oh, you read up, okay. Don't do yeah, it I, because it will cause um, erectile dysfunction. Your dick can fall off. Yeah. You read up on it, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's, let's not act like we all haven't looked to see how to make our dicks bigger. I mean, yeah. I think we've all been down that road. There's actually right. only one safe way to make your schlong oh. bigger, but after you have the surgery, there's still a big, uh, like a big big enough for to turn me away obviously big enough risk for ed and you can't uh ejaculate for like six weeks so i'm gone on that one <laughs> you're way you're way out on <laughs> that bro <laughs> well, so ED thing, just by the just by the frank thomas medicine you'll be all right oh yeah what is that nugenics or whatever nugenics yeah nugenics that's for 50 year old doctors though yeah but if you get ed ed is ed man i'm a 50 year old doctor <laughs> But look at these pecs. <laughs> Man, this dick. Man, this, which I don't even think it's fair for Frank Thomas. Like, he's probably got a 16-inch dick. You know I mean, like... Oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> when it's soft, it's bigger than mine. Like, that ain't minimum. Fair. Minimum. They, called, minimum. Him the, they yeah. called him the big hurt. And let me tell you, he wasn't that good <laughs> right. at baseball. <laughs> right? He had that name from a woman, not his baseball team. <laughs> yeah. All the rumors all the rumors that went around, like, dude, don't boost, don't. Like... Let, don't let him go in more than like twelve. Good lord! Uh, you talking about first world problems, man? <laughs> no doubt. Oh, uh, that's great. And that was Dick well, Talk with is... Gentleman's Podcast. Yeah, yeah. What else is new, man? I, I feel like I'm I'm not caught up. In oh, real quick, as the as the uh, Cardinals, they're talking about the Cardinals right now. Uh, Arizona Cardinals. Yep. That's football uh, team. Yeah, Murray. The Murray. Yeah, the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, that's that's football team. Um, they strike out because I didn't yeah. have one for that. Uh, they, Murray visited them and they've been talking a couple. You know, I think there's been a couple people saying that they might still take uh, Murray and trade Rosen, whatever. Blah blah. And then even those people that are saying and they're still saying that most is better. But they're still, to this day, saying that Allen's going to the 49ers. So, uh, now, I mean, it's not changed every, yet. So, yeah, I, everything I've seen is him going to the Jets, which I hate that. But I don't want to. Uh, we'll see what happens. I'm actually. So, when is the draft? Do you all know? Yeah, April 15th. 15th. Okay. Fuck. That's like. Oh, that's terrible. Actually, I'll still be. I'll be in Texas. So, that'd be. I can watch that. Yeah, I'll be on vacation. So, I don't know how uh, Teresa's going to enjoy that. That whatever. <laughs> At a what bar. Is, is that That's a is April fifteenth? Is that a Friday? Sure. No, it's Thursday. I think. Thursday? Yeah, it should be Thursday. Yeah. Let me double check. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll be home from vacation. Sweet. Twenty uh, fifth through twenty seventh. The uh, draft is. Yeah. That's gonna be hard for me to catch. So you're fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, dude, so I'm, I'm gonna tell you all this earlier when we're talking about college basketball. So 
Obviously, I was betting on a lot of college basketball this season. I remember you betting that Auburn one. Yeah, I, I, well, I was doing really well throughout the season. As soon as the tournament started, went to shit. Uh, <laughs> so I got I got down to where last night before the game, I had $50 left in my account. And there's another dude here with me that bets as well. And he had also done really well, started sucking in the tournament. He had $50 in his account. So like yesterday at like 3 o'clock, he sends me a picture. He sends me a screenshot, and he had, he had bet $50 on Texas Tech. And I was like, fuck it. It's my last $50 in here. I'll put mine on Texas Tech. We'll ride or die together. Nice. Uh, Texas Tech was getting a point and a half. So if they lost by one, we would still win. Uh, clearly, the whole regu- regulation, I was like, fuck yeah, dude. We're we're good. And yeah. then reality happened. So I, uh, I put it down to $0. Nice. That sounded so, phenomenal. Yeah. So, you know, no more no more basketball betting for me until next season. <laughs> Until that hazard pay yeah. comes in. Funny, funny how that works. Hey, I mean, you didn't, you didn't lose. Uh, no, I did. I did lose. Oh, okay, well then I'll. I'll okay, never mind. <laughs> yep. Yeah, nope. I'm, I'm. I lost. Oh, I'll be. But anyway, well, boys, it's about time for me to head out of here, man. Uh, sorry, I couldn't say the whole time, but I got, you know, a war to go win here in Texas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We actually already won that war, so I really. I just have to sit in meetings for no reason. That's even better. That sounds like. Well, all right. So I'm going to send you off with this, Nate. Uh, You may have lost all your money betting, but you're not Chris Davis. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) He's over 49 streak right now. (laughs) He has been to Uh, bat in a Major League Baseball game as a Major League Baseball starter 49 times. He has hit the ball in play safely zero of those times. (laughs) That's bad, man. The man like, gets you... he gets paid to do two things: field balls at first base and hit base hits. He has don't done he agree, has done though, one of those his, two things. His fiftieth at bat, he has to get up and lay down a punt. Just anything. Right, like, just get on base. You know what I mean? Just, just well, he, one for fifty. He play, he plays him. first base, and I don't know if you've seen a lot of MLB first base. Got men first baseman. Ain't none of them blowing out a blunt. No, 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 none of them legging out a blunt. Or a blunt. Uh, damn it! I said blunt. <laughs> <laughs> they might leg out a blunt. You never know. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> he changes his number to four twenty. Ah, nice. Well done. Be nice. All right, boys. Thanks for having me on. Good talking, to you, buddy. Yeah, man, you guys be safe. I'll, uh, I'll, I should be able to talk to you guys next week again. So cool, man. I'll be here. Keep fighting the good All fight. Right, All right, see you, boys. Later. See you, buddy. It's always oh. good to have Nate on. Oh yeah. Always good to have Nate on. Oh yeah. <clears throat> it's almost like he was sitting with me. But he wasn't. No, he wasn't. Uh, yeah. I think it's time we do a Fat Five. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do a Fat Five. Uh, we are doing, since it's uh, officially the end of, uh, like, really exciting sports and we're moving into baseball <laughs> season. Pretty much. Pretty much. I mean, for guys like you and I, baseball season is still exciting. It's just really fucking long. Yeah, and... Well, your team's doing good, but mine's not as much. So my team started off. Braves started off horrible, getting trounced by the Phillies, 
Uh, yeah, but, you're you're wild card right now. You're wild card. Yeah, but we moved in. We started. We beat the shit out of the Cubs. Uh, and uh, I can't remember who we played today, but we worked them or we played somebody last night. And worked them over pretty good. <clears throat> I think we had three series so far. Yeah. Yep. And I'm actually I don't, cannot wait. It's not this weekend. Not next weekend, but the next weekend, I'm actually going to see my Braves up in Cincinnati. I cannot wait for that. I think that's the weekend of the draft. I think it is. Too. Yeah, we're going up on the 25th. I just remember that, yeah. Well, because I'm watching the draft myself and following myself at the same time. Yeah. I'll be watching my team. Uh, so, we decided since it's uh, baseball season officially uh, that we would do our Fab Five pitchers, Major League pitchers. Major League pitchers of all time, living or dead. Of all time, living or dead, right-handed or left-handed, white or black. Mexican. <laughs> yeah, white or black. Uh, and this <laughs> whatever color, whatever. Yeah, color. whatever. Never mind. Whatever. Uh, and this Fab Five is brought to you by an abbreviated version of Licking Valley Laser Works. Boom. Go on down to Facebook. Type in the search bar, Licking Valley Laser Works. Whether you need one shirt or a million shirts, get them customized by our friend, Cousin DA, at Licking Valley Laser Works. He does, or Licking Valley Laser Works will customize your t-shirt the way you want it, how you want it, what color you want it, and they will get it to you in an orderly fashion. I fucking... I hate myself yeah. when I I really hate myself when I read these. I ads. feel like we need to write this down and I know. Anywho, get on your Facebook, type in the search bar, Licking Valley Laser Work. Hook up with our friend Cousin DA and get your customized t shirt today. And while you're there, maybe buy a gentleman's podcast t shirt because it's the That'd only be nice. it's the only place in these United States that you can buy customized or fuck gentleman's podcast. Shirts. That's right. Woo. All right. Fab five pitchers. Start or not starting pitchers, just pitchers in general. Uh who would like to go first? Uh you can go ahead. I'll go first. My number five is kind of uh like uh old nostalgia trip for everybody here. Hideo Nomo. Nice. And that I say this because every kid in America who is now in his thirties and or like late twenties has attempted the Hideo Nomo windup where he spins 180 degrees facing his back towards the batter and then comes around and somehow put it down the plate. Yeah, that's true. Because when we tried it, me and my brothers tried it when we were little, we was uh, we had to fight off a couple cattle to get the ball back. Yeah. <laughs> that's really, yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, do you... Okay, so me? Yep. All right, I'm going to go Rick Bond. Oh, yes. And the only reason he's number five is because he's a fictional character. <laughs> but uh, that was probably one of my favorite, uh, favorite. it's one of my favorite movies of all time. I love and, that movie. Uh, for those youngins that don't know, that's Major League, Major League Two, Major League All the Above. And that is Charlie Sheen playing the greatest dude ever. Um. So, yeah, that's my number five. Fucking Rick Vaughn. And if we're being real, I didn't know, like, I don't know what Charlie Sheen's actual arm strength was, but they said, like, they did nothing as far as, uh, like, doctoring oh. up the footage of him pitching because he's an actual, he or he was, I'm sure he's not now, he was an actual, like, athletic person. 
So yeah. if he had any type of arm strength, I mean, you know, single A, it's not out of yeah. the question. Oh, no. He could have probably done some damage if, if damage wasn't done to him. Yeah, now Tom Berenger, I've watched that movie several times. Tom Berenger is not a baseball player. Yeah. No, he's not. No, he's not. Uh, all right, so my number four is Mariano Rivera. Nice. And I say this post him retiring because while he was playing, I wanted him to break every bone in his arm ever. But after he retired and after I've aged and began to really appreciate what players do, Mariano Rivera, it was literally the nail in the coffin when it came to Yankees games. And the best part about him too, in my, my opinion, that game was great, but his intro song. Yeah. He came out to enter Sandman. That's right. Go to and that's sleep. Pretty cool. And it just, it, it always, I've watched some things on him and shit like that. It just blows my mind that he would come in and make people look stupid with mm. a, a cut fastball. Pretty much, yeah. But his was so nasty that no one could no one could catch up to it. Yeah. All right, what's your number four? My number four is Roy Holiday. Very nice. R.I.P. and P. Um, Roy Holiday is still alive. I'm pretty sure he Appreciate that. You're thinking of Matt Holiday? Oh no, it's the picture of the dad. Well, it's not Roy Holiday. Well, anyway, Roy Holiday was a phenomenal pitcher, and he is dead. So that's a strikeout for you. Uh, he is he dead. Wow, he's November seventh, two thousand seventeen. Yeah. I apologize to the entire Holiday family. Yeah. I I apologize to the entire Holiday family yeah. on that one. Uh, he was really phenomenal. Uh, he was with Phillies, and he was with Blue Jays. Um, obviously, he was never on, like, the Reds or anything like that. But, like, he was just a no-nonsense guy. And, like, if people were fucking around in the, like, locker room and stuff like that, like, he wasn't having it. Yeah. Even when he was, like, a younger guy, he wasn't having it. He was uh, went and did his job. Now, towards his latter years, he uh, played quite a lot of golf, but uh, – he was, he was just fun to watch. Yeah, definitely. And, and part he of a horrific part of, crash in Gulf of Mexico, Chris. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Uh, probably <laughs> one of the best Phillies pitching staffs of all time. Yep. Uh, my number three, and we're going to see a pattern here for the rest of the countdown on my end, uh, is my number three is uh, Tom Glavin. Nice. Because Tom Glavin. With Who do you play for? I don't know, man. He's, <laughs> he was in the league. I just can't remember. <laughs> but uh, Tom Glavin Sorry. would had the most effortless delivery of all time. I may have mentioned on the show before how much I I just yep. can't wrap my head around it. the most effortless looking delivery of all time. <laughs> and he was still humming in there. Probably like I don't know. He was a low nineties guy. He was a motion guy, but still, I mean, fucking yep. kill. I mean, just effortlessly. He probably could. St- well, no, he probably still couldn't pitch, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no, he, yeah, he was phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal. All right, my number three, three, yes, yeah, my number three is gonna be Pedro Martinez. Oh, uh, I, I would like argue that. that Pedro Martinez is, or he, he, if he ain't top five, he's top ten. Uh, like in 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 the past fifty years, or you know, like I think he is just he was amazing as a pitcher. Uh, 
Red Sox. Um, he just had he had some nasty shit, man. That's he had some he had some heat, like some fire in his arm. Yeah, and he like he was one of the first. Well, not the first, but <clears throat> his his difference between his the the speed between his fastball and his uh, I guess slider or whatever the slowest one is. Yeah, off speed. Just say uh, off speed. Off speed. Yeah, was like one of the biggest ones. So like that's hard. Yes. Um, I can't remember what it was like. It's something like 32 miles an hour or something like that. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And so, for and us, he, and for us, because he he was hot when we were in high school and shit like that. You know. Yeah. That he was a he was a fucking character too. Yeah. He no dude. That's that's the other thing too. It's like for as you know as serious as he was on the mound, like he was he was the he had fun. Yeah, I remember. And, I've seen a video of. Uh, uh, I think it was Nomar. Yeah, Nomar Garcia Parra taped him to a pole in the dugout. Yeah. And then he had, he, no matter who you were or whatever, if you were on his team, he had your back. Even yeah, like definitely. That. He went to bat for a lot of guys. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> so that's my number three. What's your number two? My number two is John Smoltz. Mm. Old Smoltzy. <clears throat> you got who you play for? Uh, man, I can't remember, <laughs> man. I can't remember. <laughs> John Smoltz was the hammer of this trio that I will name the last one later. Uh, really great guy. Now he's in the booth now and does a fine job. He's, I'd argue he's one, but he's good. I love John Smoltz in the booth. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, you know, once I round up the trio, it'll basically just kind of, it'll all yep. come home, you know. All right, my number two, Johnny Cueto. Very nice. Uh, Cincinnati had him first. He was, man, he was such a fun person. I actually met him a couple of times. He is English. Good dick get better. Good. And he also was, like, he was the one that got away. We should have paid him. Um, we didn't. We paid Homer Bailey instead. Mm. Um, I don't know why Christian Bell deserved more money than he did, but whatever. Mm. Uh but Johnny Cueto was such a badass, and then when he he developed that one move where he's pissed everybody off when he's pitch, like he would just throw it, and then the next pitch he would dance a little bit and throw it, and like just pissed her timing off. Like, <laughs> and he was just he loved Cincinnati, and he was just a fun guy, and he also him and Brandon Phillips tried to kill the entire St. Louis Cardinals, and Johnny Cueto. I don't know. I don't have his name. Ended a St. Louis Cardinals career because he kicked him in the fucking head. God damn! During that fight, I remember and that actually. Yeah, it was it was him and Brandon Phillips and a couple others versus the world. <laughs> they had him against the uh, backstop at the home plate, and Cueto kicked that dude in the fucking ear. And that the guy was actually a really good player. I remember and that. I can't remember the guy off the top of my head, but Johnny Cueto gave no fucks. Was it Scott Rowland? No, because Scott Rowland ended up playing for us for like six years. Oh, yeah. After. yeah. Um, actually, it's the best years at, at, with the Reds, I would argue. Nah, but, Phillies. Scott Rowland with the Phillies was awesome. Ah, eh, fair enough. But uh, Johnny Cueto was just, he was a badass. Yeah. And obviously because I'm a Cincinnati Reds fan. So. Yeah. Uh, so my number one, I don't know if you guys are going to be able to guess or not. I have no idea, man. Greg Maddox. Whoa, that's a good one. Who do you play for? 
I I'm, actually played for the Cubs. If we're being real, he started with the Cubs and then came to <laughs> Atlanta. But uh, Greg, all right, look, if you had a Justice League of Braves pitchers, Greg Maddox is Superman. Oh yeah, he was both power and finesse. He was so good, so good, and wore glasses like dad glasses too. Yes, yes, he did, and looked good in them. He. Man, that was you talk about a fucking group. A fucking group. And then you had John Rocker spitting racial slurs out of the fucking bullpen. What are you gonna <laughs> do to that? You did you all did win one, didn't you? Uh ninety four? five, four, five or six, I can't remember. You all should have won. I mean, I know your other the rest of your team was trash except for Chipper. We ran but... into the Yank we ran into the fucking Yankees ah, that's every true. time. It was either the Yankees or we would get got by like somebody stupid in the fucking jail. It reminds me of that time when you talk about like like all the players that came out of Miami and you're like, how do they not win eight championships in a row in football? Yeah. Like, what the hell? I know, man. You had like fucking David Justice and Chipper Jones and fucking that pitching staff and Javi Lopez, like that team should have run the oh, 90s. Oh, you had Javi Lopez too. I forgot about that. Yeah, like that team should have ran the 90s, but it was. Did you say Andrew Jones too? Because I forgot about him. Andrew he Jones came, came around like a little bit later. There were still a couple of those pitchers around, though. Yeah, yeah, no, they were still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But I'm talking yeah, about like the great. heat of it yeah. in the mid 90s, you know, like it took them getting to the World Series against the Indians and beating the beating them like a fucking rabid dog, basically, you know, like yeah. they beat them to death. But, uh, I mean, yeah, that team should have won more, but again, like with the whole basketball talk, it's why you play the game. Yep. <clears throat> All right. My number one, this should be no surprise. He's been mentioned four or five times on the show already. Um, or in previous shows. And my second, Favorite player, probably of all time, uh, Randy Johnson. Randy fucking Johnson. Randy Johnson, and I know he'd been on your list, but we we it was a mutual thing. Of course, I left him. I left him yeah. out there. But Randy Johnson, there's nothing to be said. No, like, Jesus Christ, that man was was amazing at what he did. Look, he won four Cy Youngs in a row. Like, jeez, that retarded. The like big unit. The, go ahead. Sorry. The big. No, all I had to say was the big unit. Yes, and his name was the big unit. Yeah. And also been mentioned on the show before. He killed a bird with his. He pitch. killed a bird with a baseball. Like, and the bird was flying. Yeah. Come at him, bro. That's some like, fucking like Hunger Games bullshit. Yeah, he was amazing. Uh. Randy, hey, John- look, Randy Johnson is on uh, he is on Chase Daniel status as far as uh, like the hierarchy of the show. Oh yeah, yeah. We need to start a Hall of Fame. Oh, Holy shit! That's a good idea. Oh my god! Next time you're in studio, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll 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 talk about this off air because yeah. I I got this is going to be great. We need to- I, I, Stone Cold. He's there too. So. Well, we need we to have got, a draft class. We need to have a, a, a an honorary class. We need to set a number of people that get in. Gotcha. We'll have one show where we discuss, and then the next show we induct. Okay. I right. think this is going to be great. This is uh, going to be great. This is going to be fucking dope. One a year, though. 
One draft no, class? Or... No, it's got to be it's got to be a little bit more than that because we're already a year and a half in. So, all right, we'll make up for the first year and then we'll set a date. We'll have the honoraries that the first the first the 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 Mount Rushmore, if you if you will. Yeah. And then and then we'll we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. All right, yeah, we'll figure it out. We offline. We'll figure it out offline. Offline. Yep. Off air. All right. <laughs> That's definitely happening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, honorable mentions. Um, I have a role as Chapman, minus his off-field shit. He throws the fastest pitch in the world. Yeah. And he was here in Cincinnati, and I've seen him live a bunch of times, and it was amazing. I because it. even when he was in other places, they were amazed as how fast he could throw a ball. I could hit him. So, but that's about it. I could hit, I could hit him. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. You're drunk. Go on. Uh, since you threw out, uh, since you threw out Rick Vaughn, an honorable mention for me is Mel Clark. Nice, very nice. Uh, nobody goes out and wins the ALCS, um, and then dies like six months later. Okay. Oh, it was so rough. Yeah. RIPMP. Yeah. RIPMP Mel Clark. We're gonna miss you, brother. Mm. I, what it was uh, the other day? I was just I was I think I was driving or something like that, and it just popped in my head the little kid from the movie that looks up to fucking Dan, uh, what's his name uh, Danny something. Glover. No, not Danny Glover. Uh, oh, uh, Tony Danza. My bad. Yeah, he just go. looks up at Tony Danza and just goes, "You used to be Mel Clark." Like that's the biggest yeah. gut punch of all time. Yeah. <laughs> It's in the fields a little bit. <laughs> and he just eats it. He's like, yeah, I used to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh, what a good movie. All right, so I think that's going to do us for the show today. Uh, that now, thanks. Yeah, I believe uh, <laughs> I believe it's uh, about that time we do that thing we love to do at the end of each episode. I think it's time to drop the mic. I'll go first. All right, you go first. Beats the two. Hey, um, sun's out, guns out. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't forget your uh, sunscreen because your boy did today. Oh my god! And your boy looks like a lobster with a beard. Lucky so. you. Yeah, uh, it's no, not, not not no. I'm gonna fill it tomorrow like a motherfucker, yes, and I don't man. have a hat. So oh boy, you need yeah, to make a so, pit, uh, you need to make a pit care. stop at a speedway or something. Yeah. Uh take care of your skin. That's that's an important thing, people. And uh I and a little side note, WrestleMania I thought was fantastic minus the uh uh length, but I appreciate everybody that came over. Uh had a great time. Uh good food, good friends, good fun. It was so. a good time. It's always a good time, WrestleMania at your house. That's right. So that's fine. Nice. Uh, my mic drop is there's a lady on my street that's going to be minus one dog soon if she doesn't fucking <laughs> reel that bitch in. Look, dude, this lady, I don't know what she thinks she is, but she is not Caesar, uh, what's his name, Ramon or whatever, the Malone dog whisperer guy. She's not Sit that, Malone, okay? Malone, Malone, yeah, yeah, she is not the dog whisperer. She insists on walking this dog sans leash, okay? Oh, that bitch. Yeah, and so, and it's not like it's a little poodle that I would just do do and be okay and, and be on my way, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, 
This thing is a German shepherd, like a black German shepherd that looks oh, like the that, that looks like the angel of death. And the only thing it wants to do is apparently bite my tire. I don't know. What? Yeah. And so like I was driving out of the neighborhood. She's quote, I'm doing air quotes right now, quote yeah, I guess. walking this dog, okay? Essentially she just cut it loose and was walking in the vicinity. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just driving. I slow down because the dog comes kind of out in the street. So I slow yeah. down because I'm not trying to murder someone's dog until I look over and she's just kind of giving it like these verbal commands like, come here, come here, stop, no, heal. And so I was just like, fuck it. And I just dumped the bitch in second and took off. I was like, yeah. I was basically, I was like, Ivan Drago. I was like, if he dies, he dies. Like just driving <laughs> yeah. off. I'll give credit to the dog, though. I got up to about, like, I was probably like 20. I had to get up to, like, 20 mile an hour before I fucking lost it. There's a special place in hell for people that don't uh, pay attention the way they're supposed to with their dogs and or um, lease it, basically. Because something, like, even though that dog is smart, he might trip or something and go under your fucking tire. And then all of a sudden, Chris is the worst guy in person in the world. Right. Or, like, uh, another scenario, maybe she's like, you know, she's the world's greatest dog whisperer and doesn't need a leash. What if some kid's walking around with a fucking rib, you know, like a fucking pork rib yeah. in his hand, and the dog's like, I'm going to eat that pork rib whether that kid's holding it or not. Yep, you know? very much. It's almost impossible. It's not impossible, but it's very, very difficult to get rid of a dog's basic instincts. Yep. And she's not yep. doing a very good job of it. And Especially if I, a German Shepherd. Right. If I run it over, I'm sorry. You should have had a leash. Yeah. So. There's a special place in hell for people that don't leash their dogs at appropriate times. Because, like, I'm all for, you know, have the yard, you know, let them loose because I don't want a dog chained up. Like, I'm all for that. Yeah, no. But, like, when you're taking it out in public, if it ain't, trained enough or whatever blah blah you better have that motherfucker on a leash and even then like like our dogs are trained enough we still put them on leashes because you never know and there's been some cases where we didn't know and they decided to like learn like lunge at somebody and we were able to pull them back right there's a special place in hell for those people and the people that don't pick up dog shit right that person go to hell yeah, so in my opinion. basically it's just it's a it's a matter of time now before I kill this woman's dog. Pretty much. And then you'll be all over the news. Dude, I'll be a social media pariah. It'll be a yep. it'll be a fucking ordeal. Pretty much. And then people are gonna pick it pick it out in front of my house. And you know what? When they do, we'll set up a table uh-huh. outside and record podcasts with picketers. Yep, I got you back. Get you back it'll on that fucking one. cool. Anywho, that's gonna do it for us. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, good show. Continue to uh, tune in and listen each week. Uh, continue to share the podcast when and where you can with whoever will listen to you. Uh, that's the only way we're going to grow right now, uh, ladies and gents, is a word of mouth. So make sure you uh, are doing your due diligence and spreading freedom the same way that we do day in and day out. Shout uh, out to some new listeners, uh, Aaron. Uh, and I think there's a couple other people listening, but, uh, shout out to Aaron. All right. Shout out to Aaron. He came over to the house the other day and, uh, we need more of y'all. Aaron, spread the word. Yeah. Everybody spread the word. Also, I'm, I'm feeling like there's probably a, a Clark out there. Spread the word, Clark. Clark. There might be a Doug. 
Maybe. We don't know. Underutilized first name, by the way, is Clark. What are you basing off? Clark Kent? No, Clark Griswold. Oh, nice. Yeah. Fair I, enough. Clark Kent came up later, but first instinct was Clark Kent. Or Clark Griswold. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, for next week. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. People who are regular listeners know that uh, phone conversation episodes mean that we don't have music on the outro, <clears throat> which means I'm going to have to warm up the old pipes. I did it pre, uh, pre-show pre oh. to make sure that we're good to go. What do you think? I might be able to help. I have no idea. I actually didn't prep at all. All right. There you go. And as always, I uh, thank you now. <clears throat> Fuck, I don't know what I was going to sing. I had something I totally forgot. Do you really want to hurt me? Do you really want to make me cry? That's all I know the song. That's all I've got of the song. If you want to know the rest, just watch Wedding Singer. Come on, 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 come on,